servant just one more time. Now that you would, Father, have my own way in this place that will be better, that will change, and that somebody that does not know you will come to know you in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. Behold, another version would say, and lo, 
And behold, I am with you always to the end of it. Look at somebody while you're standing and say, neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, neighbor, your prayers, your participation, your participation, and God's power, our pastor is going to talk about Go. 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 That's about it. Go. There have been many disputes throughout history that have caused all type of conversations. Somebody may say, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Somebody may say, <laughs> Brother Chris somebody may say, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Or somebody may say, it's LeBron James. Yeah. You got some LeBron haters, I see. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> somebody may say, the Democrats are the reason the country's in turmoil. But then somebody may say the Republicans are the reason the country is in turmoil. Somebody may say, I like flats. Some of us say I like drums. I'm a drum lover over here. Some of y'all like flats. That's cool. But you can't beat a good drum with some ranch on it. Somebody, somebody has said they like their steak medium rare. But I like mine well done. Yes, sir. I don't want to be reminded of what it had to go through for me. Amen. Aaron, if it's dead, let it stay dead. <laughs> I don't need to see no blood. <laughs> Come on, I ain't the only one of them. I don't want to see no blood on your food. <laughs> but there are some debates that we have in life. In Broadway, there's even a debate in the life of the Christian. Because some are doubting whether or not Jesus is real. Somebody are doubting the existence of God. Because there are those who believe what Charles Darwin studied about the theory of evolution. That somehow this world came from a big bang of inorganic materials that a bang came and it made the whole world. But Darwin never was able to explain where the bang came from. But he said the world came from a bang, but he wasn't able to explain where the bang came from. And then you have some like the late great science physicist named Dr. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking was reported as saying 
that heaven is not real. And he said God was not real. But he went for this theory of the laws of nature. But he said we return to the dust. But he said that's where all we go. Because he disbelieved and did not believe that God was real. But that somehow, some way, we just came out of something. Because there are those in the realm of science. There are those in the realm of anthropology who disfuse, who debate whether or not God is real, but they never are able to prove that if man created man, then why why does man have one set of eyes? Why does man have another set of eyes? Why do we not all have the same fingerprint? Why do we not all have the same kind of hand, the same kind of feet, the same kind of fingers? Because man cannot make man. But there's been so many debates of whether or not man can make make man. But when you look through the history of God, everybody in here has their own fingerprint. Man couldn't do that. When you look through the history of God, not everybody in here has the same blood type. Man could not do that. When you look through the history of God, all of us have a different type of hair structure. Man could not do that. Because if man could do that, I would have my hair back like I used to. I'd be able to go to the barbershop like I used to go. But now I can't go like I used to. I ain't got the line like I used to, but back in the day I had line anyways. Now I just got something that looked like a sunroof. It, cut, it, stuck, it comes when it wants to and it just stays down. I wish I had a witness in there. I'm secure with them myself. Don't, don't look at me like that because all of us in here are just like that. Some stuff we used to do, we can't do no more. The way we used to walk, we can't walk no more. The way we used to be able to go to sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning and wake up at 6 o'clock and not be sleeping, we can't do that anymore because brings about a change but man wasn't able to do that the only one that's been able to make anything possible is the great hand of the almighty because God is the one that can make everything and can make you at the same time but man has this idea that God is not real But Stephen Hawking said something that I want to debate because he said we return to the dust. But I want to ask Dr. Hawking one question. If you say God is not real, how do you know we return to the dust? If you say that God is not real, how can you explain to me how a man can be born with Ten fingers, ten toes, but no arms. One man can be born with ten fingers, ten toes, arms and legs, but another man can have none of that. How do you explain that? How do you explain how we all have different pigmentation? How do you explain how in some realms of religiosity and some realms of science how do you explain how a person can live 90 something years with their heart on the wrong side because you know in in medical fields your heart is on your left side but there are some who are born with their heart on their right side and they still have a longer productive life but how can man do that But all of a sudden, but we say, but somebody says God is not real. 
But I want to tell every atheist, we're going to dig, dig a little deeper into it with this passage. But I want to tell those who say God is not real. Come to 121 West Broadway Street. Because there are some believers at the Broadway Missionary Baptist Church that will tell you, no, no, no. God may not be real to you, but he's showing up real to me. I'm going to try this one more thing. I said, God may not be real to you, but he's showing up real to me. Because when I need him, he shows up. When I've been down, he shows up. When I've been broke, he shows up. When I haven't had money in the bank, he shows up. When my body's been aching with pain, he shows up. When loved ones have left me, he shows up. When I've had trouble with my eyes and trouble with my hands and trouble with my legs, he is everybody in here that can say, man may say God isn't real, but they don't know like I know what God has done for me. And there ought to be somebody in here that don't mind waving a hand and giving God some shouting praise that you can testify that God is real to me. I may not know some things. Matter of fact, I don't know everything, but there's one thing I know that my God is real, but I can feel him waiting in the soul. He washes and makes me whole. His love for me is just like pure gold. I can't tell how you feel when Jesus washed your sins away, but let me tell you how I feel since that day, since that very hour, I can feel all this power, because God is real. I said he's real. Sometimes when you're just going through life, and you feel, Sister Emma, a little chill start moving. That's how you know the Lord is real. Because the Holy Spirit will remind you. He ain't left you yet. I wish I had a little. Is there anybody here that can say, I thank God? Because God is a good texter. Because every day, God will send you a text to let you know I'm still with you. God will send a text to let you know I haven't turned my back on you. God will send a text to let you know it's going to be all right. So I, I just stopped by. I just stopped by Broadway just to remind us. God is real. I told you there's some who debate God. They say that God is just a figment of imagination. But tell me, how is it that God is a figment of my imagination? When I can be just going about my daily business, Deacon Emory, the next thing you know, I just start crying, and I don't know why I'm crying. You can't tell me God ain't real. Somebody said that God is just, is that we've been bamboozled to think that God is real. No, 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 because I know who it was that pulled me out of some bad situations. Everybody here that can say, I know who it was that picked me up and turned me around. I know who it was that got me through a bad I know who it was that delivered me when nobody else wanted to be with me, but I know who got me out before I got too deep and too deep in within. So, but in this text, we know about Jesus, he's risen. We know that he's appeared to Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and told them, go tell my disciples, meet me in Galilee. Because I want them to know that I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. But then these chief priests and elders, they, they, they concocted a plan. Yeah. 
Because the guards came to the tomb and they found out Jesus is not here. He's risen. I thought y'all get a little more happy. I said, Jesus is not here. He's risen. So they concocted this plan and they paid off these guards to make it seem like the disciples stole the body of Jesus Christ. And the text says that this story is still going on. But brother, be careful where you get your news from because everybody don't give you the right news. Be careful who you listen to because you can't listen to everybody because there are some people that like to fabricate the truth. There are some people that like to tell you what they want you to hear. There are some people that always like to try to give you some news. But the problem is they don't give you the right and that's why you got to be careful of whose news you're trying to carry. Because if you carry the wrong person's news, you're going to get in some wrong ideas and some wrong things. But in this sense, now Jesus has appeared to his disciples. And they worshiped the Savior. But now Jesus says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. But he gave his disciples a charge. Go therefore into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that I commanded, and behold, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. But oh, look at that word baptize. Let's, let, let's spend just a few minutes on that. Because baptism, we know, is by immersion. Because when you get baptized, it's called immersion because you're putting off the old self and putting on the new self. I'm going to try this one more again. You're putting off the old self and you're putting on the new self. And this was one of the key, key things that separated some Baptists in the early church. That's why we have Anabaptists. And Baptists, because Anabaptists believe, didn't believe in infant baptism. They believed that in order for you to get baptized, you had to make a profession of faith. But Baptists will, uh, Baptists allowed infants to get baptized, even though they didn't make a profession of faith. But Anabaptists said, before you get into the water, you got to profess what you know. Because baptism is not just coming into a pool just to get wet. But baptism is a holy symbolic order of the church and that's why family you got to be careful of just telling people go get baptized if they don't know what they're doing that's why they got to get taught before they get in the water because before you get to where you think you are you got to know something you got to believe something and that's what's so important about teaching the word of God because everybody can't come in the pool because it seems like somebody's taking a swim no we can get rid of all the old stuff and put it on But in order to have the word of God to teach, you got to know it. You can't know and you can't teach what you don't know. Because it's easy to teach some scriptures you know. Anybody can teach the Lord is good. That's easy. But what happens when somebody asks you about hell? What about somebody asks you about the lake of fire? 
Uh-huh. What about when somebody asks you, where do we actually go where we die? Because you do know when you look at the book of Revelations, the dying part is the first part, but there's also a lake of fire, which is called the second death. But do you know what you know? Because it don't matter how often you open your Bible if you don't know what you read. Because Broadway, we got to know the word in order to teach the word. Because if we don't know what we're talking about, because family, we're living in a time where there's so many things trying to dispute Christ. There's so many different ideologies coming about. There's so many different philosophies coming about. You got some people who take the word of God to, to and flip it so that they can become atheists. Because some people will say, how can a loving God let people die? Why, did, why does God kill off people? Because some people will take the Old Testament and ask that question, but it's, a, it's amazing how they get some scriptures, Brother Will, Sister Erica, out the Old Testament, but they don't use them all because the God has said that he is a jealous God. And when you don't worship and follow him, God has promised he'll take care of the enemies. But they'll take the word of God and say, how can God be, y'all serve a jealous God. But I like how they call God jealous. But some of them won't call themselves jealous when they don't get no attention. Some people will call God jealous, but won't call themselves jealous when somebody gives their spouse a nice compliment. Got a little quiet right there. But they say God. Is jealous, but Broadway, we gotta know what we know. Cause there's a generation being attacked. This young generation is being attacked. And we gotta go tell the world about the blood of Jesus. We gotta get out of the pew and go into the neighborhood. We gotta go to the college campus. We gotta go and tell everybody about a savior that can save anybody. Because do you that people don't believe that they are lovable, that people have given up on life, but I got good news when you talk to the Lord God will always give you some vision, some reassurance that he's all, is there anybody here that can say, I thank God that he's with me, that even though life is crazy, even though life is hectic, even though life is toxic, God is with me but you better go but you got to go into all nations. Because the same God that's good in Kentucky is the same God that's good in Israel. The same God that's good in Winchester is the same God that's good in Compton, California. The same God that's good in Kentucky is the same God that's good in China, good in Turkey, good in Denmark, good in Baghdad. The God is good everywhere. But you want to know why we need to go tell somebody? Because 
There are communist countries that if you mention the name of Jesus, they'll kill you. There was a few years ago some pastors in China. While preaching on Sunday morning, the Chinese government came in, took them out the pulpit, arrested them on the spot, and killed them. And here we are in America with religious freedom. And you mean to tell me as good as God's been to us, we can't repay the favor and tell somebody else how good God is? If God has been that good to you, you ought to go tell it. If God has been that good to you, you ought to go help tell somebody else. Listen, God is real. But the text says, go into all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, which is the Holy Trinity. And teaching them to observe everything that I commanded. Because when we teach, we got to teach the word of God. And Broadway, we got to teach scripture, all scripture. Because let's just be real. Everybody in here got a scripture you don't like. Do I need to call the room? I said, all of us got a scripture we don't like. Okay. All right. Y'all going to make me work hard again. Okay. That's cool. I love y'all. Let's work together. Adultery. Uh huh. Fornication. Lying. Because the Bible says, if your right hand offends me, I ain't seen nobody walking here with no nub. I know that's right. But I, that's what the word said. The word said, forgive, forgive. The word said, bless those who curse you. But our way of blessing those who curse them, curse us is curse them back. Uh, for real, y'all, y'all gonna be like that? Okay. I told you there's some scriptures we don't like. Turn the other cheek. Cause there's some folk in here. You put the, you put your hands on me. I'm gonna put my hands on you. And then, you, and then some of us will say, my mama told me, don't let nobody put their hands on you. Somebody say, you put, that, you put your hands on me. We can take it outside. I hope y'all realize don't put your hands on shit. <laughs> Thank you.
and sometimes we don't like tithe. We want God to bless us, but we don't want to tithe. And that's why we got to go tell somebody because it's a shame that, ev- that so many people think every church is the same, that every pastor is the same. It's some churches that's doing what God is saying and pastors that's doing what God All of us ain't got our hand in the cookie jar. But Broadway, this is what happens. When we don't teach the word, then those who don't like Christianity will come and twist people's minds. Because somebody may say, you know, God ain't real or that. Somebody, somebody may try to judge somebody in here. Because all of us have sinned. But thank God for grace, right? But all of us in here may make some mistakes. But if you look at me because I sin, I can look at you and say, you sin because you wear wool. I can say you sin because you eat ribs. And I sin too because I eat shrimp. Let me tell them myself. All you got to do is look at the book of Leviticus. It'll show you all this. But thank God for Jesus, right? But we got to teach everything in this Bible. We got to teach our young women. Don't let nobody pressure you into having sex. And we got to teach our young men the same thing. All you got to go is look in the book of Titus where it says creeps and silly women. We got to teach it all. Not just stuff we like. Because we're losing a generation. Because all we want to is be shouting. Listen, if the God is good, everything in this book ought to make you shout. Even the things we don't like. Because everybody in here has been blessed by God. But it's some stuff in this Bible we struggle with. But God has promised us in verse 20, he's going to be with us always. So there ain't no struggle that you had that God can't help you get through. Because John 16, 33 says he's already overcome the world. Broadway, you got to go tell somebody. And you got to do the work of God. Even... When you got to deal with some criticism, even when you got to deal with some hurts, even when you got to deal with being hurt and have to have to cry sometimes. Because if Jesus can still do it, what's stopping you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. 
But we got to go into all nations. Because Broadway, as we look at society, as we look at the world, it's getting more and more sick every day. There's this virus of sin that keeps penetrating the whole world. Just the other day in Philadelphia, there were at least 10, 16 to 15 year old teenagers who shot up a FedEx truck. In Durham, North Carolina, there was anti-Semitic Jewish, anti-Semitic Hitler swastikas that were handed out to those who they knew were of Jewish culture and Jewish descent. In a school, not in a school this week, there was one who practiced Judaism. They branded a swastika on his back. And every day you wake up in Winchester or Lexington, somebody got killed. And you mean to tell me we can't go share the gospel? Instead of us complaining about small things, we need to focus on the main thing, which is Jesus Christ. Do you not know people don't come to church like they used to? I was attending a conference in Mississippi last week, virtually, because clearly I was here. I ain't got no private jet for those watching. Amen. But I was attending a conference virtually, and it was it was a class I was taking. And one thing that was said in the class was about at young millennials why they don't come back to church. One of the things they said was because of the hypocrisy in the church. They said we don't come back to church. Because the same one that was a deacon, the same one that was a trustee, the same one that was in the choir, the same one that was on the usher board was the same one that was talking bad about the church that they just shouted. They just shouted about Jesus. And then right when church was over, you couldn't tell that they knew who Jesus was. And they said, I'm not coming back to the church. Because Broadway, as you look at statistics, the, the attendance of the predominantly African-American Baptist church are declining by droves. And I don't mean no harm, but, some, but we got we to gotta get our priorities straight. We holding on to too much tradition and people are dying without Jesus. But he said go. Baptize. And watch this. Like I said last week, you don't have to be a preacher to share the gospel. If somebody asks you a question, you ought to be able to give them an answer and say, I know Jesus is real because we got to be in the word of God because there are people, there are kids who are listening to so much stuff on TikTok. TikTok has been good, but now it's been bad because you got so many people who are messing with our kids' minds and that's why they need Jesus. Yeah. 
And parents, watch what your kids listen to. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. But we're in a society where we need to tell the truth. Because I told you, we're losing a generation. But I got good news today. That even though a generation may be lost, God can still get them. I'm going to say that again. God can still get them. Matter of fact, everybody here, you was lost once too. But the word of God brought you back. Because just because you grew up in church don't mean you always lived the Christ. Is there anybody like me that can say, I've been in church all my life. But there have been some days when I got out of here. I put Jesus on the bench and let my flesh take over. Come on, let's be real. Is anybody here that said, my flesh is taking over a whole lot? It got me in some trouble, but thank God for the gospel. Because the word still works. That's why I'm in church right now. Because the word still works. But Jesus says all authority. Not just some. But this is a word for all of us when he said go to all nations. Because I told you the gospel doesn't discriminate. Because you know, when we die and get to heaven, there ain't going to be no ethnicity class. You ain't going to have to check mark white, black, Hispanic, or American Island, or Native American. You ain't going to have all it's going to say is, did you know Jesus? I'm going to try this one more time. We all see the king. It ain't going to be none of that. It's not gonna, no, God ain't going to ask about, about your financial background. God not going to ask about how much money you had in the bank. Because he knew it when he called you home. But he is going to ask, did you repent of your sin? Did you come to know Christ? Do you know my son? Because we got to go tell somebody. Can I get a witness here? I told you, it's a generation that's being lost. 1993, David Koresh in Waco, Texas, had a following, major following. Because I told you, when, when we don't share the gospel, other ideologies come about. Jim Jones led 900 people to death by drinking some Kool-Aid. Can I get a witness here? Can I get a witness? But that's why we got to tell the story about the Savior named Jesus Christ. And I know sometimes when, you, when folk may say, I came to church about how can I get mine? How can I get my blessing? But let me tell you, if you can have a blessing and still be lost if you don't have the Savior. But church, we also got to do something else, family. We got to be ready to leave a legacy. You know, I'm a sports fan, and I love the Boston Celtics. You know, that's my favorite team. Yeah. Some of y'all may not like me. Okay. Oh, well. We got some in here that like maybe the Lakers. Some may like the Knicks, and some may like the Bulls. Why? I don't know, but some of y'all may do like that. We got some Pittsburgh Steelers fans in here. We got some Cleveland Browns fans in here. 
We got some Bengal fans in here. I'm glad y'all lost. Chief fan right here. We got some in here who like all kinds of things. But have you noticed in sports, what brings somebody like a team is the legacy. Because they had some good players before. If I say Cleveland Browns, I can tell you Jim Brown. If I say Boston Celtics, I can tell you Bill Russell. If I say New York Knicks, I can tell you Willis Reed. If I say the Kansas City Chiefs, I can tell you Lynn Dawson. If I say the Dallas Cowboys, I can say Emmitt Smith or Troy Aikman. If I say the New York Yankees, I can tell you Babe Ruth. If I say the Los Angeles Lakers, I can say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Magic Johnson because there's something about that team that brought them together. But one thing you find out is that even though they were on a team and made it great, they couldn't play all their life. Because at some point they had to retire. But when you get on Jesus' team, you ain't never got to worry about that. Because Jesus will never retire. Because Jesus got all power in his hand. Because Jesus got all... Is there anybody in here that can say there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus? No, not one who can be touched with my soul diseases. Well, Broadway, I'm sorry. Held y'all too long. But I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go tell somebody about Jesus. That ought to be our motivation. I told you, we got to leave a legacy. Because we got to be ready to tell somebody about Jesus. And we ought to because we say everything else. Somebody come up in here with a short skirt. Everybody too, you're going to be like, what she got on? <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. People get on the phone and won't say nothing about the word. Nothing about it. Say, girl, did you see what she wore to church? Don't she know this is a house of God? But then somebody forget they had a couple of drinks the night before. Uh oh. I ain't mean no harm. Deacon Ember helped me get across the street, man. Help me get across the street. I ain't mean no harm. But they forget sometimes. Listen, don't let your age make you act like you always been holy. That's why we gotta we gotta tell and we gotta tell people about this gospel. We gotta tell people, I'm just like you. I've made some mistakes myself. I've fallen short too. But look at me now. Is there anybody here like me that say, won't the law turn your life around? I said, won't the law pick you up? I heard the old church say, he's sweet, I know. Somebody said, Jesus, my precious king, when troubles burden me down, I know his love is all around because he's my king. Is there anybody here that can say, he's my king? But even though I made my share of mistakes. He's my king. Because the Lord will pick you up. 
and won't he turn you around? Is there anybody over there that can say, he'll, he's picked me up, but he's turned me around? That's why I can say the word still works. Is there anybody in here that can say the word still works? Look out over here. Is there anybody over there that can say the word still works? Then yes, I know I've gone astray sometimes, but won't the Lord pull you back in? That even though I've sinned and fallen short, and I'm not ashamed of my sin, because it made me who I am. And so when anybody asks you who I am, I can say I am redeemed.
scored a touchdown, y'all be all shouting and happy. I know we in church, but we ought to just keep on praising because he's worth, he's worth, he's worth. 